we'll we'll get started. We'll try hope hope for the best. You know I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave and put it on my uh, on my hotspot. So I'll be right back. Okay. Darius will be right back. We're gonna get started with the. This is episode one ninety nine of the Just a Runners podcast, and we're here to discuss where Chad go. Uh, <laughs> last week's Columbus Marathon trip. Oh, now Chad's eating. Uh, <laughs> we're joined today by Don and Scott Gregory, and oh, I forgot the dog's name. PJ. PJ. <laughs> and, oh, there's another dog behind you now. Uh, Aaron Burns and Chad Strong, and hopefully Darius Bird will be back shortly. Welcome, everybody. I hope you have some questions for Darius. I, I can tell Aaron does. <laughs> <laughs> and Look who else I got? Oh, there's the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> there's Brandon. When was your dog's name again? Uh, Darla and Bella. Darla and Bella. How's everybody feeling today? Good. Good. Better. Better. Yeah, I didn't want to do it last Monday because I was worried it'd just be a talk about uh, about how sore we are from the day before. So we had a week to recover and think about it. Who wants to go back? <laughs> Uh, we're talking about it. Who all met? I didn't get the goal time I wanted, but I'm happy I finished. Who else? Who's real? Who's the happiest with their time? I know. I am. Yeah. <laughs> that should be happy. 12 minutes faster than last year. I'm very happy. Nice. Yeah, that's really good. That, that's your second one, isn't it? So you have two Columbuses under two marathons, both in Columbus. Yep. Great experiences. Oh, shoot. Here comes Darius again. Hopefully they have a better connection. Are we any better? That's starting off. You're sounding better. Much better. All right. How are you feeling, Darius? We I was just asking everybody how they if they recovered from their marathon, but or half marathons. You know, I, uh, I'm still having I'm still having dreams uh, that the race uh, that something's got to be done uh, that we're <laughs> running out of time. I, I have those dreams quite a bit. So, uh, but that just could. So hopefully they'll be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we had just asked Chad. He, uh, Chad, what was your time in the marathon? Um, three oh four fifty five, which was which was very nice. A, a twelve minute PR from last year. Whoa! <laughs> nice. Oh, congratulations! That's that's uh, that's awesome! Wow, that is uh, that's really that's really something. It was uh. Good day for running. We had a lot of PRs. A lot of people were coming in really pleased with their times, both in the half and in the full. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, the temperature was pretty decent. It was still humid, even though it was the temperature was a little low. But, um, yeah, I mean, we had no medical issues at all. Everybody went home safe, which is always my biggest fear. And, uh, you know, with, especially if it's too warm. But, yeah, we got, we got a really nice break. And the day before, the weather was pretty lousy in the morning um, for the 5K. The, the rain stopped. But, boy, if we'd started, you know, if it had been the next day before, we would have had a downpour. 7.30, it was pouring rain on Saturday. I was camping in that weather. So. <laughs> yeah, Scott's pre uh, – this weekend, his Friday and Saturday leading up to the marathon wasn't your typical or at least Friday. Explain your pre-marathon uh, ritual. Uh -huh. Yeah, this one, uh, a 50-year friend reunion up in Toledo on a farm, sleeping in the back of a car on a, on a two-inch mattress. That was my uh, the night before Saturday. That was Friday night. Friday, Friday night. Yeah. 
wake no, it up. Did you really? Did you really need? Did you really need to reinforce for your non-running friends that you were crazy? That just, you know. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, Don rode down with me on Friday, and well, we got down. We had a good time. And Saturday morning, I'll let Erin share this about Saturday morning about her uh, mother-in-law, Suzanne. Yeah, so our, my mother-in-law um, wanted to run the Columbus 5K. She um, had surgery on her foot. She was she's walking around on a broken foot essentially for five years, or almost five years. Didn't really know it. And uh, finally got it checked out and had surgery in February, was non-weight-bearing for eight weeks and stayed with us. And then um, she was able to start some physical therapy with a good friend of ours, um, Caitlin Sapp. And... Uh, started walking and while she was actually in the cast laying in our bed in our house, she signed herself up for that 5k <laughs> without telling us. So, um, she had to give herself a goal and, uh, it was an excellent goal and she met her goal on Saturday and we all went down and watched, uh, the 5k and I really want to do the 5k now. I, it's nice that you guys use the same starting line as, um, you know, our race on the next day. And she said she really liked the course and had a good time. And she was really afraid she'd be out there by herself. But there was obviously quite a few people who chose to walk the 5k and, and had a great time. So we had a great time cheering everyone on. And it was it was fun. It's a fun time. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's really great. Good for her. You know, the 5k is set up perfectly, like you said, with that start and finish. So we have a situation here in Columbus. Um, the marathon, the Cap City Half Marathon in the spring, a few other events are grandfathered in where we're allowed to have these events um, because of the size. But no new events can be added in the city unless they're either um, under a thousand, and and like that event, they're on the bike path like that one, or over three thousand, and they can be on the city streets. So we're we're at a thousand right now. Um, we have to grow it to 3,000 or else we can, we have to keep it at 1,000. It's kind of a weird thing. If we were 2,000, I don't know what they would do. I, I don't think I could send everybody home, but um, uh, at 3,000, we can then use the city streets. So we're going we're gonna to have to get that ironed out, but it's, it's really gaining in popularity. So people, people like having the option. Um, and I don't know if, if uh, those of you who did the race, if you um, if saw our post-race survey, we're actually, um, we're actually trying to determine what everybody's interests are in, in those types of things. Where, uh, you know, do, does anybody want us to add a 10K on Sunday? And would that cannibalize the half marathon or the marathon? Do you want us to do a relay or a second half half marathon? All those things are kind of um, in, in flux right now. I actually haven't seen the survey. The survey uh, closes, I think, on Wednesday. Um, but we're getting really good response. I just have, I'm not going to look at the results until they're all in. But um, anyway, so I'm glad that she enjoyed the 5K. It was a long, a long way to say congratulations. Yes, thank you. Um, I actually wanted to ask about, so I did the survey and, well, my husband and I both did the survey. Mainly I did the survey because I wanted to make sure you guys knew we loved the ice cream that was there after. Um, I don't know if that's been a thing in the past, if I've missed it. Um, but it was something new for us and we loved it. I don't know anybody who didn't uh, have a good thing to say about the ice cream as we were walking through. Um, so that was a great addition. Yeah, but it was the ice cream. I missed the ice cream. I, they were, I they were in the middle from where we got it. I don't know if that's where you got it, but they were in the middle when I came through and I almost missed it. And I heard something about an ice cream sandwich and I had to turn back and look. And grab it. And yeah. I think Brandon got a chocolate ice cream bar. Um, so that, yeah, I did it mainly just to make sure that someone knew, hey, we really liked that. And then we saw the um, options and we got really excited about it because I, I think we were kind of thinking of, unfortunately, stepping away from Columbus next year and uh, maybe doing a different half marathon or marathon. And we were immediately drawn back in by the fact that we might be able to do some sort of relay or a back half half marathon, like something new with it. So um, 
if that's something that's truly in the works, we're all in all over again for Columbus. <laughs> yeah. I'm, again, I hope you reflected that on the survey, your thoughts I one did. way or the other, because because the board really is very, very sensitive to those types of comments. They want to know. I mean, I have I, I don't get a vote, unfortunately. I have my thoughts. I mean, I would have been all in on this stuff and I pushed for it. But basically, there was always a decision that, no, we don't want to move away from, you know, it, it, I don't want to be as as simplistic but the idea was do we really want to be in the race business like flying pig or cleveland or all these others that have all these different events and the idea you know so but we shouldn't decide it should be our participants if our participants want to have a, a, a relay or or have something you know a different event then then let's hear it so i'm, I'm hopeful that those results really are heavy saying you know yes i mean so you're the second person who i know who's responded to the survey who told me that they they want something else so that so we're two and oh so far until i get to see the rest of the results <laughs> yeah we'd be really excited so, about yeah. that good and you know and the ice cream question honestly we were it, it's hard because it was cold colder and i was afraid you know nobody's gonna eat the ice cream we decided you know we almost went hot food it's like you know should we go with you know a lot of races at that broth or chili or pizza we're like, oh, you know what? I don't know. It's it's so tough. The weather's been so warm. You can't, you know, not not hot. It, we weren't going to get in a situation where it's going to be overheating. But we also said, I don't know. Ice cream's a, a good bet. And then it's like, oh my gosh, it's going to be too cold. But people did enjoy it, so that was good. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Danette. Hi. Hi. I want to welcome you to the podcast for the first time. Uh, Hi. Hi. How are Hi. you today? I know you guys. I just I've never run with any of you yet. <laughs> and uh, since we were talking about, well, I was going to go ask Dawn to share her story since we went from one injured foot. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about a different injury that, but that changed her plans yeah. for Columbus. But Dawn, why don't you let Darius hear that one? So, so I was signed up to run the marathon. Um, in August 29th, I had an accident and I fractured um, two her, vertebrae her, in my back. Let's be clear. Her husband tried to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped something on me. <laughs> I dropped the mast of a sailboat. To be yeah. Clear. <laughs> oh, so, I, so I fractured two vertebrae. And at first, I was going to just sell my bib because it was, you guys, shortly thereafter sold out of the marathon. So I was thought, I'll just sell my bib. And I just couldn't do it. So I thought I need a goal. So I I I got on your the site and dropped it down to the half. And I love that your website says we encourage walking because I knew I can't run. I still can't run. And I thought I love that what? you said we encourage running or walking. <laughs> so it was a different experience for me because I I you know I put down estimated finish time. I was like I'm gonna take that whole four hours if I if I need that four hours to finish the half. So I was way back in Corral D and I'm not used to being back there. So it was a different experience, but I did it. I walked it. Um, I did it in 307. I found myself being a very competitive walker. And I will just say, again, never being a back of the packer, what a what a different experience back there. And and I loved it. I'm glad that I did it because the crowd support was still there. The volunteers were still there at the water stations cheering us on. The entertainment was still out there cheering, like you're doing the thing. So, you know, never did I feel like that I wasn't important to the, to the race. So I appreciated that. So, so I kind of wow. want to go back here too, just to get my marathon in there. So. Well, I, I love that. I love that feedback. First of all, you know, I put myself out here. That could have gone the other way. <laughs> you could have said I had a terrible experience, but I'm, I'm, you know, I hear it all. And honestly, you know, I work hard from the walking stuff. When I, I, a couple of years ago, we actually had our, our, our course limit was actually shortened by the city for some reason. And we, we actually, the marathon at one point in time, it was six hours for, for one year, I think. Uh, there was something going on in the city, and, and but I wasn't going to ask people to do that until I could prove to myself that I could that we could do it. So I went out on a Sunday in the summertime that year, 
and walked the entire course in five hours and 59 minutes, I think. Made it in six hours. I was so sore. It was so such a different type of muscle use and it running. Is. But yeah, it, it, it really meant, it really, what I wanted to make sure was those walkers out there in the half, it's mostly the half. We don't get a lot of people that walk the full anyway. Um, but the half, you know, we wanted to make sure that it was always dialed in um, as much as possible to make sure that people were um, feeling the same uh, energy and excitement and um, uh, uh, all those types of, of, of experiences. So I'm glad to know that it, it actually... I mean, I, people tell me it's true, but you never know until someone like you says, oh, it's true. So that's yep. great. Yeah. She didn't mention that she did the whole thing with a back brace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had my back brace on out there. But wow. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so thank wow. you. That's good. Danette, uh, I'm okay. sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. What? No, you're not. Yeah. How was your race? I, I haven't had a chance to talk to you at all about it. Um, it, it was really good. Uh, Columbus is one of my favorite races to do. Um, I finished in 234. I'm not, I'm a back of the packer. I'm not super fast. You did but, the uh, half, right? I did you the half, it. yeah. Um, Columbus was my first fool in 21. So uh, I, I do enjoy Columbus. Um, mile 11 is my favorite mile. Um, Cause wow. I had a daughter that passed away and uh, she was supposed to go to nationwide for a second opinion uh, a week before a week after she passed. Um, but the race is just very special to me and I, I really enjoy uh, being a part of it. And I, it's just a great course and I love seeing the kids and um, it, it's a really fun race. Wow. You know, Danette, I really appreciate you sharing that story. I've, I've said it before. I don't know if here, but I know I've said, told before you know when we first started the partnership in 2012 the first year um we had the kids from the hospital and the families um came to us uh and said hey we we lost our child it was actually a group of children there, there's a whole department there at the hospital that actually works with families and they came to us and said we'd like to honor our, our children that passed and you know it, it's it's hugely emotional and Oh, and I always joke, yeah. Well, I, but I mean, I always joke with people. I said, yeah, people are crying because of they're they're crying for two reasons. They're crying at the angel mile, and they're also crying because they're almost done. And you put the <laughs> two together, it's like, oh, gosh, it's nothing but, but tears. But you know, it, it is. It, it meant the world to us. It meant so much because it wasn't us trying to um, create a situation. It was the family said to us, "Hey, we want to do this," and that's what it's all about. I mean, the event is. You know, we, we, we call it our race, and, and I don't mean our as in me. I mean our collective. And, you know, we're blessed that it's a state capital, so we have the Ohio kind of, you know, we, we lay claim to being Ohio's race, and I'm proud of that. And Cleveland and Cincinnati and Athens and, and Toledo, they're all in Ohio. But, but you know, we, we are what I believe, you know, is, is the race for all Ohioans and you know, whether you're Northeast Ohio, that's where I grew up, or whether you're Southern Ohio or wherever. And, and we just work hard to, to, to kind of make sure that people feel that 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 camaraderie and that fellowship. And, 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 and in your case, you know, those those families making them feel part of it. And uh, I'm thank you. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you said that, because I, I, I know some of the families, but I don't know a lot of them that run the race because they're typically they're they're supporting their their uh, with their family members and support them. So that's great. Yeah, it, it is. Um, I, I, that's the biggest part, I think, for me of, of why I run it. I just, I really enjoy, you know, being able, I, you know, I've been a children's champion, so I've raised money. Um, I just, I jo enjoy being able to do that. Um, and, you know, seeing the kids that are out there that maybe can't run um, or never will be able to, that kind of pushes you to to finish or to be better. And uh, my my daughter uh, passed away from spinal muscular atrophy. So um, it's nice that, you know, when you can support that branch of the hospital um, and raise money for that. And then um, the children's champion when I ran the marathon on mile 24 was a patient that had SMA. So that really helped me, I think, finish the race. 
that year. So it, it's just really nice to be able to participate in something bigger. Actually, I, I, I know, um, I forget her name now, but I know the family really well. Um, the Bracones. Uh, I know her aunt. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, actually, I think there's been a lot of work um, at the hospital in the research area in SMA, um, yes. partly because, you know, the money that we help to support um, goes goes into some of the goes to, like you said directly to some of the areas where they're doing work. So that's that's great. I'm a thank. I'm 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 so thankful for all of you and 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 the support. <laughs> thank you. And, and you know it it just becomes you know I got involved in this back in 2010 and I was a runner and I got involved and I'm still a runner but it 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 just it's become bigger than all of us. It's become this community event. Um, We've gotten so much more respect, I think, or support from the community of non-runners, um, which which means so much in in uh, yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, hopefully he'll be back in a minute. Uh, I think he froze up. Uh, hey, kids, it's kind of hard to argue, you know. So. I, <laughs> You're back. You froze up for a second. There is. Yes. Oh, you froze up for a minute. Well, I don't. I don't know if I have anything to add. I was just saying, it just means it means the world. All of your support, and we're really proud to be doing what we're doing. You know, I, I'd like to hear from someone who didn't have such a good experience, or am I going to see it on the survey results? <laughs> what, what can we fix? Not from us. Well, <laughs> I actually, so I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, wasn't happy with my result, but it wasn't the race, so I can't blame you. Uh, I just had some foot issue, and it was causing a lot of pain that day. And I did have an experience that I think I told Aaron about this. I'd never been a race where they were yet. I've been had people cheering Bruce on before. This is the first time I'm trying to figure out how they were seeing my bib. So I realized they're cheering for the guy two people over from me and realized he was Bruce. Then I kept <laughs> running. He was doing the half. And the same thing happened to me twice more with two different guys, both named Bruce. And later I found out one of them, that was his last name he put on the bib. So I'd, I'd be running. I can't figure out how this happened again where I couldn't figure out. They couldn't have seen my bib because there's two people. And they were cheering Bruce. And I knew, I kind of knew when they were cheering for me because I put exclamation points. So it was more like a Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> and uh -huh. So three people. And then I looked out of curiosity. If you put Bruce into just searching the results, there was only like eight people in the whole race. And I, I ended up side by side with three. <laughs> That's counting me. So there was only seven other Bruce's in the race. So... That this had never happened in that type of thing had ever happened to me before, where they're cheering for another Bruce. I mean, it's not like it's the most not like John or Dave or something, but it's, uh, <laughs> that that is a great story. That's really funny, you know. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll take all the you know all the people, spectators, fans, and volunteers out there cheering everybody on, and whether they were cheering for this Bruce or another Bruce, I, you know, I, I'll take it. But. <laughs> You know, so talking about spectators, so I, so I, so since all of you were kind of at different different stages of, of the race in terms of your your finish times and that, so some people said the crowds weren't as big as 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 they'd experienced before, and you know I don't know if that's the case or not. I mean the weather was a you know the weather was decent. Spectators might have been a little cold, but you know I mean did anybody feel like it was just like a you know anything anything different? So I'll, I'll start. So back in 2014 and 2015, the first two times that I came to the race, uh, my husband and my mother-in-law had came to watch me do the half marathon in 2014 and then came back in 2015 to watch me do the marathon. And my husband did the half. You had bleachers um, mm -hmm. somewhere along the way. And, uh, so, you know, she's had some trouble standing. She actually, um, uh, when I finished the half marathon came away from 
the fencing to come and find me. And then she said, well, somebody's saving my spot so we can go back, you know, over there. It was two, three, four people deep where we were. Um, and we, we were all kind of switching spots based on when the runners were coming in. So if somebody next to us was like, oh, my husband's coming in, we would move from against the gate and let them, you know, come up front so that they could see their, their runner finish. So, um, where we were, we were really pretty close to the finish line, um, on the announcer side. And I'm, as far as we could see, they were two, three, four people deep, just watching, uh, the, the race. So I don't think at any point it was, there was a lack of, of spectators at the finish line area. Um, but it would be nice. I don't know how you guys did it. If you could bring back the bleachers, cause there was people sitting up on the, um, there was like a, a, a stone area that you could sit on behind it. There were people up on the Hill. I mean, it was, it was just kind of, it is, it's always crazy, I think, but I don't think the weather deteriorated anybody from, from coming out. I feel like, um, it, even on the the course, it was still very well supported. It was hard to find a spot where there wasn't somebody. Good, good. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to your point about the bleachers. So 2020, we canceled. 2021, we come back after COVID and, and we basically, I mean, do you guys remember how the world was? I mean, you can still see evidence of it outside of certain buildings where you were supposed to, you know, stay six feet apart. <laughs> Remember that? That was crazy. Well, yeah. we had we had we had the directive that we had to really do a lot of spacing. So we left the bleachers out um, in 2021 because of the fact that um, we didn't want to have crowds. We really, you know, that year we didn't have pace groups. We did so many hybrid things because we didn't want to encourage people to be close together. Well, then in, and then the police really liked the fact that they didn't have to be so concerned about people crowded together in that certain area at the finish line. And then that's why we didn't bring bleachers back. But hearing this, I think we can probably figure out a way to do some section of bleachers to satisfy some people that still would like bleachers without creating a situation where it's a security issue, things like that. And that park is really not the, it's a great area, when they built it, they didn't build it with the idea of holding events. That's why those stone walls are so problematic. Everything, we have to have staircases over them. We can't just have, it's not just a grass field. We have all this disjointed things. I know, Danette, um, you said you were a children's champion, so you've probably been inside that tent before. Um, the tent has to be shoehorned into that park. So. That's the thing with the bleachers. The bleachers are kind of a weird, the way they get built around that. So long story short, we're gonna we're gonna have to engineer a little bit better, but figure out a way to to do um, to do a little bit more things like that. So I appreciate that feedback. Sure. sure. I think it would just help the people that maybe can't stand for you know long periods of time. That's yeah. that's the you know the bonus to that, but. I, th I think everybody else figured out a way to <laughs> to make sure they saw their runners. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else have any thoughts? Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying from last year, I didn't think the crowds were down at all. I mean, I ran the full both years, and I don't. Uh, and I did the half in seventeen. In the first half, I mean, it's more crowded in the first half, obviously, but I I don't remember. I don't, from what I remember, it's, you're, we're pretty close in crowd size. It's definitely pretty good. Is it? You know, um, that, that, I, that issue we were talking about with the second half, half marathon or a half marathon relay to, to people with that will, that will change the dynamic. I feel in a good way for the second half of the course in terms mm -hmm. of if we, if we added a thousand people, let's say we had a, only a limited to a thousand people in that second half marathon or the relay or whatever. Um, it would add that many more people. It would add that many more spectators of people who want to go see it. Um, uh, and, and really create a, a different positive dynamic. The one thing we, we struggle with um, in the second half marathon is Ohio state. The students aren't there. That's their autumn mm -hmm. break. So a lot of them have gone home. I, I like it. 
because it makes our life easier with traffic and things like that over there. But it's negative because the students aren't really there. Uh, not that they always come out anyway, because it's, you know, it, you know I mean, it's Sunday morning. morning. You think they would get up. But in the meantime, um, uh, it is a little bit down over there. But um, uh, I think the relay or the second half marathon would really contribute to, to bumping that, to bumping that number. I think there'd be a lot of interest in having that second half marathon. For sure. We'll be interested to see what you get as your survey results here soon. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'd like to see um, it as well, but uh, the problem with the realizers, are, you know, it's mile 24, they're really tired, they about a minute behind your pace, you see this this person running past you like you just <laughs> miles, and they really have. You know, so. <laughs> a half relay wouldn't be as bad. Oh, yeah. no, I've, I've, I've been on both sides of it. I've done relays and you do, you feel terrible. You feel guilty. I have apologized sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm only doing the relay, you know. And, uh, <laughs> Same here. It's actually kind of nice. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, another thing I'll bring up, um, I actually made this decision um, from the, from the start line. So, you know, I'm up there able to see everything kind of developing at the start. And I was able to look, uh, I, I was where I was standing up there on the, on the, on the riser. I could see, the, see all of you going. And then I could look over and I could see where the corral entrance was and how it was cleared really early in the, in the, in the, in the process. We won't go much larger. I, I think, you know, we were at, um, we had sold at 12,000 this year, eight and a half and four in the full. Uh, we have a no-show rate, I don't know, 10 or 15%, but we still had almost 10,000 finishers. Um, our maximum back in 2013, 2014, we had 18,000 people on the course. It's just too big. It, it's, it's, you don't get the positive experience that you can have at 13, 14,000 you know, I think we may go to that 13 or 14 level. Um, but, you know, you don't, we don't need to do it just for the sake of generating revenue. It's great. We're still going to raise a million for the hospital. We did, we've already done that this year. So we're 13 million in 13 years. Um, but the, the sake of just trying to cram more people in there and those, those of you who are doing it and your experience is, is negative, well, you can get away with it for a couple of years and then people are going to stop coming because they're going to say it was too crowded, it wasn't fun or whatever. So I, I like our sweet spot. Um, and it, it, that, that second half won't be really impacted because again, the marathon stretches out so much for the second half anyway. So to add a group and a, a limited size uh, can only be positive to create crowds <clears throat> without detracting from the, from the experience. So it's important not to not to diminish the quality just because you can cram you know a few more people out there so i, I feel that strong and the board you know i talked to some board members and they support my ideas because they know that my team and i are the ones who are putting this thing on um we're not they're not they're not just there to make revenue they're there to put on a positive experience so i'm going way into the weeds there with you but i feel strong about it no it's good um Darius, I had one more question for you. Um, last year, you gave us a really good story about something that happened on the course that none of us would have known as runners because you took care of it so quickly. I believe that was the fire that was on the back half of the course. Did anything go down uh, marathon weekend that maybe nobody else knows about besides you and your team? So I have my team dinner tomorrow. Um, and I have... Um, uh we we have we have an award we give out i don't know if you can see let me put this on um i don't think you can see this maybe you can it's um it's a it's i don't know if i can do this it's a pig can oh, you see okay. that yeah <laughs> so back in let's see what year it was in 2016 we um 10 days before the, the expo was supposed to open, we got a call from the president of the United States' office asking us to move our expo 
because they wanted to hold a rally. Uh, the Democrats wanted to hold a rally for Hillary Clinton. So we so we created the Lipstick on a Pig Award, and our expo coordinator was the first winner of that because she basically took this giant expo hall that we weren't prepared for and dressed it up nice, and we had the Lipstick on a Pig Award. So each year we honor different team members for their um, for the things they have to deal with. And I'm looking here at the list um, that. Um, did you know that? Did you guys know this? The 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 national anthem had a little break in it. Did you, yes. did you all hear that? Yeah, that was. We we were able to scramble to fix that very quickly. Um, we also had um, our water stops. All right, so we have a company, a logistics company that delivers all of the of the the water stops. They have a a fifty three foot truck that they drive around the course race morning, and they deliver water stop supplies to our captains so they don't have to, to, to physically use their vehicles, personal vehicles. Well, there was a, an accident um, out at mile three, uh, a bad car accident because the roads are still open. So around 6.30 in the morning, we were able to deliver uh, the, uh, probably three or four of the water stops um, up until like 15 minutes before the race started because of the um, accident, the truck couldn't get through. So you didn't know, you definitely didn't know about that. Um, wow. And um, uh, the guy who's, um, the uh, the other thing I have in my ear, I have a radio um, and I'm talking to my team, including we have a Columbus police officer who's on our team. And every time she would go to, she would say, uh, I need you to go to text. Everybody knew that that was a bad thing. Well, we had one of our, one of our crews, uh, one of our vendors, uh, operates the forklift with the giant speakers on it, uh, music speakers. Well, he he took out um, one of the, you know, we know what a crosswalk, the little guy that's that's lit across mm -hmm. the little the little walk guy. Well, the guy with the forklift took that thing, tore it off the off the, the um, in the finish line, the finish shoot, tore it off the pole. Well. The bomb squad <laughs> thought they, we get a report. I get a report in my ear uh, during the during the finish that the bomb squad has found a box with wires sticking out of it, and they are concerned. And so the bomb sniffing dogs and the bomb squad. We know people are coming through getting their medals and all that. Might have been some of you. The bomb squad is over there dealing with uh, dealing with the. Um, uh, <laughs> dealing with the box with the wires because they didn't know what it was. It turned <laughs> out it was the box with the wires with the little the little light up box that says don't walk. So yeah, I, that's a little story that no one knows about. <laughs> well thank you for sharing that. <laughs> You're welcome. Always always happy to, to provide you our behind the scenes story. <laughs> hey Bruce, how many times did you see the race director over the race weekend? Um, four or five. It, it just seemed to <laughs> snowball after a while. Um, I made a point. At, I, I we were going down to eat, and I posted you were at the expo, and we were going to go past that. I said I got to stop see if I can see fine Darius, and there you were outside the expo. So I said hello, Darius, and just real quick, I didn't think I'd see you again. I I was wrong, and. We uh, where else? We saw you Saturday morning during the. Mm -hmm. That's why we we told you we were at the five k. Uh, then race morning, I, I had seen you from a distance, but that's normal. And then I was on. I went. I had a Mylar poncho on. I went went to the side to throw that out while we're moving up through in the trash. I'm moving up, and there you were again. And then, <laughs> as you know, I saw you and. I have no idea what you were telling me. I'm assuming you were just saying good luck, have a good race and stuff. I, I did not hear a word you said. It was just that loud there. And then I, so I took off because for a second there, I thought we were going to thumb wrestle or something. I forget. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, then I saw you in the, in the finished shoot. I actually joked with Bruce the third time. I said, you know, Bruce, I actually have, uh, I'm a triplet. There's actually three of me. <laughs> yes. Then I saw him on the way out. 
in the finisher shoot too. So <laughs> yeah, I, I have a brother, but we're not we're not twins. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I kept see I was I was it was uncanny, and I I we did not coordinate that at all. But I kept I kept literally running into you. It was that's why I had the joke. Maybe I'll run into you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, if you're at a race, there's a chance you'll run into me, but uh, I wasn't expecting to see you that much. I did make a point to try to find you while I'm down in Columbus and kept my eye out for you. But, you know, just so I can say hello. And Aaron, every time she was with me, she said, oh, I'd like to be him just, you know, say hello real quick. That You you looked like you were way too busy because it was like mostly you saw him during the 5K. And I think yeah, did. we saw him. I think um, before the five k, maybe I don't know one other time, but both times you had you were busy talking to someone, so I didn't want to interrupt. So we still have yet to meet in person, but maybe oh. maybe if you uh, do add some races, we'll be back and maybe we'll finally <laughs> get to meet in person. <laughs> well, or you know, come down cheer your friends I, again. I yeah, I you know, I I I, I hate that moment. I doubt, when having that earpiece in because I'll be looking at somebody or I'll, but I feel like I can't pay attention to anybody because there's some somebody in my ear telling me something that's usually bad um and I, I'm just kind of glazed I have this glazed look on my face where I can't really concentrate on what's going on but I did I you know I did see Bruce um it was quite funny um so Aaron I will tell you um, if you remember our last podcast, we were talking about the medal, and I see you wearing the shirt, which looks a lot yes. like the medal. Yeah. So I'm very proud of it. I, I, the group doesn't know. I, I can't. I'm the one who designed the uh, artwork. Uh, I sketched it on a literally a piece of paper uh, back in the spring, and uh, the artist was able to turn it into something that uh, very very proud of. But um, yes, uh, it turned out really good. So thank you, thank you. And uh, Chad, I would tell you your 304. Um, you, it put you just ahead of my brother. Uh, I had said on the last podcast, my brother, um, was going for his fifth decade. So five decades in a row of going under three hours. Uh, he missed wow. it this year. He, he ran, so he's 58. So he's, you know, he's, his first marathon was Columbus in 1986. He did a two fifty something and he's done it every decade since, um, but he missed, he ran a 307. And there was another guy who was uh, 61 years old who was trying to do the same thing to try to go five decades in a row of, of under three hours. He went 308. So, um, you know, it was uh, quite quite the event though. Um, and uh, yeah, coming in at 304, uh, that's that's fantastic. Congratulations. I really, uh, really, I love hearing those types of stories. And I love the fact that uh, Dawn, hey, you um you set a PR for walking. Remember? Now you... <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember Darius. I think the first time we talked to you, I was telling you that Scott started the Columbus Marathon twice and wasn't able to finish it. He, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, the first that was back in the '80s. So um, I was always shooting for sub two thirty, and of course that never happened. Yet. In Columbus, so I finished it this time, and not too bad, three sixteen. Oh, fantastic! Got a fourth, by the way. Yeah, your brother knocked him down to fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. But yeah, oh, I'm, man. Really, I'm glad. I'm glad I finally got to see the finish line. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm really glad you did too. That's fantastic. So, so you have your best Columbus, you know? You're yeah. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's um. Uh, that that means a lot, and the fact that you keep coming back. I mean, so do you, what year would have been your first attempt back? Uh, it was probably eighty seven. What year were the uh, was the women's trials there? Julie Isperding. Uh, nine, I used uh, to no, the men's uh, the men's trials were ninety two. Uh, Isper uh, Julie won a race. I want to say in eighty seven and eighty eight, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because I was training with her and I was trying to keep up with her. It didn't work. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeah, mile eighteen. Yeah. I got the escorted off the field of medical tent. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, uh, I, I, my first was 91, but the course was very similar back then to the, in those early years. You know, I was telling somebody the other day, um, the first two years, you didn't even get a medal. They didn't even do medals until 82. So 80 and 81, you, you either, you either got, you either had to win to get anything or you didn't get anything. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> My Cleveland Revco was about the size of a quarter. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's my first medal was Towpath for the marathon. That was my first one. That was really small too. <laughs> but that yeah. was well, that was 06. Even from then till now, medals have changed so much. A lot of places. Yeah, yeah they really have. And you know, it's fine. I mean, it's great. I mean, um, it's some of them got a little out of, out of hand, but yeah, it, it, it's still a huge, it's still, you know, the half, I never say only, it's a huge accomplishment, period. If you put yourself out there, you know, to, to, to Aaron's point with her, your mother-in-law, you said, um, mm -hmm. doing yeah. the 5K, look, we all know, we all did our first race at one point in time. And I think anybody who puts themselves out there and, and no matter what their, their, their distance or their time, you're just doing something that most of the population they drive by you. I guarantee you, when you're out in the morning, you're out in the afternoon, and people are driving home from work or driving to work, they want to be you. Many of them don't have the, the the courage to put themselves out and train and do these things. It's not easy. So all of us really should be proud of just the accomplishments that that we're doing. And whether you're walking and and you know, I always joke with walkers, hey, you're getting you're getting your money's worth. You know, you're you're getting more value. Just so. I just I love your group. I love your support, and and I and I never take it for granted. And um, that's why even that feedback is so important. We, we're only going to make it better if we hear from people. So I'm excited to see the survey. And, and yeah. See yeah. What, kind of, what kind of feedback we get. Well, if so, um, once you get the feedback, how like what's the timeline for releasing new information for what's to come in 2024? Because the date's already out right. there. Yeah, well, I mean, we are being pretty ambitious because we want to open registration possibly on January first. Oh, so if okay. we're going to do that, if we're going to do that, we've got to make the make the announcements. I have a board meeting uh, the middle of November, which we will go through those results and we'll make the decisions. They understand. I mean, we've got the registrate the uh, the website, the registration platform, all got to be updated. We've got to start promoting. You know, by December first, we got to be fair to everybody and say, hey. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're going to be having. So yeah, well, it'll be a quick turnaround. Now, um, I don't know if I told you last time I was on, but but the board had actually um, uh, has started kind of a uh, a visioning plan for the 50th anniversary. This was the 43rd anniversary. The 50th anniversary is 2030. So they're taking a seven-year look at what's this event going to be like. Um, what's the relationship with the hospital going to be like? What's the event going to be like? That all these things. So. While the survey, all those items aren't going to become immediately added or, or, or altered, we're certainly going to have to know about things like distances uh, right away. I, I, they're a pretty conservative group, though. I think we'll do something. I, if I had to predict, my push is going to be maybe to try to do the, um, the second half-half or the relay slash second half-half. The 10K is an easy addition um, it literally, you don't have to change the course at all. Instead of going straight at mile two for the marathon and half marathon, we would turn right and then turn right again past the hospital. And then we would come back and have a 10 K. But I don't know if that's really the important event yet to add. Um, I'd like to see the 5k become a little more dynamic, um, on the weekend and, and, and grow that first. It's, 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 it's proven it can be, it has some viability. Um, so but again, it's it's all up for grabs right now. But um, um, I, but long story short, yeah, we're going to have to make some decisions sooner rather than later on, on on those types of things. So good, that's exciting. Yeah, I don't want to buy up too much of your time, but I do want to ask you about your alligator lighthouse race too. The last time we spoke, you were getting ready for it, and it decided that you were going to do the relay. For, oh, is that what you're wearing today? Oh, that's awesome. the, you can't see, I can't see the logo, but um, yes. Yeah, so those of you who weren't here, I, uh, um, I turned 60 in July and I set a goal back at, at the end of last year that I wanted to do something totally out of, out of my element. And, and that was, I wanted to learn to swim because I didn't know how to swim, except I could get back in a boat or I could you know go to somebody's backyard pool. But if those of you who took swimming lessons at an outdoor pool at seven in the morning in the summer in Northeast Ohio. No, the water's cold. You hate it. It's no fun. And that was me. 
uh, growing up uh, in Cuyahoga Falls. So I decided I wanted to learn to swim, but I wanted to do an epic challenge. Well, there's this eight-mile open swim in the Florida Keys in September. So I signed up for it, not knowing how to swim at all. I'm going to do eight miles in the ocean. Well, that was kind of kind of ridiculous. And I, got, I went to uh, my first day of swimming at a pool here indoors in Columbus, and I, I did 10, 10 half lengths across the pool. I didn't want to go over my head because I, I was scared. So I would go as far as I could. I'd take a break, and then I would hammer the rest of the way, and then I'd push off, off the wall. I did that 10 times, came home, and threw up in my driveway. I, I drank so much water. I was I was a mess. Well, I was committed. You know, I'd already signed up for this thing. So, a friend of mine was putting together a team um, of people who had donated a kidney, and they were taking twenty people down to this swim to do relay uh, relay teams. So somebody dropped, and I have both my kidneys, but they 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 had pity on me and let me join their team. And uh, I was part of a four member team, and we did this swim. And I, I swam two miles, about a mile and a half total with my legs. And um, I completed it, and I would recommend it to anybody. It's such a great swim. Uh, some of you on here, do you? Do some of you do triathlons um, at all? Anybody here? Scott, Scott, I, and Ted do. Okay, so you guys know Mickey and um, uh, Fred Reisick uh, uh, out of Cleveland? Um uh, they put on they put on a lot of events. They put on a lot of triathlons in um, in Northeast Ohio, um, about eighty different events. I think they do indoor tries, outdoor tries, swims up at uh, Lake Erie. Um, it's their two brothers, Mickey and Fred. Um, they're actually in their seventies now, I think. But uh, they put on this event down at the Swim for Alligator Lighthouse. If you have any interest at all in that kind of swimming, put together a team. You can do teams of four, three, or two, or you can do it on your own. You have kayakers. So if you're not swimming, you're in a kayak. I tell you, it was one of the greatest athletic fun events I've ever done. It's We weren't competitive. We didn't care about it, but it was beautiful. The water was warm. It was just – and you could use fins if you wanted to. You could wear like um, – uh, you can't wear – the water is 85 degrees. They don't want you to wear a wetsuit, but – it's out in the ocean, so it's a lot of buoyancy. The only problem we had was uh, uh, jellyfish. So I got stung a number of times. But, guys, okay. I would still say it's fun. So. Well, congratulations. That was uh, – Bruce did share your post with me, and uh, so I did get to see a little bit about what you put out there. But that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That congratulations. Chad, did you have anything else? Any other questions? No, you know, I mean, I'm just glad I did it again because about I'd say ten weeks out from the marathon, I um, wasn't planning on doing it. Um, you know, I'm not really a marathon person in my old age here. Uh, never was. <laughs> kind of wish I would have done it in my twenties, so maybe I could have consistently been under three. Um, but so I was contemplating it for about a week, and then Bruce had said something about going to Columbus, and so I thought about it for another week. And then I actually had a friend up in Geneva who just started running this spring, April or May. And we were talking about, I said, look, if you do it, if you do the half marathon, I'll do the full. He goes, he goes, I'll do the full. I said, let's do it. And uh, so I signed up about nine weeks out from it, I think. And uh, I had never stopped training from last year. And, and really with, you know, two years of, you know, two years ago, I did uh, what a half marathon for the first time since I've been running again in my 40s. And uh, so since last year, I hadn't stopped running. And, um, you know, it was just a, I thought it couldn't have gone much better last year. And this year with another year of consistent running, I was definitely consistency paid off. And it was just another good experience with friends, with the whole experience down in Columbus from the, how the race was organized and, and all that. And uh, yeah, I couldn't have had a better experience. My, my last seven and a half miles, I was under seven minutes so i was uh i was very happy my last seven miles were the strongest uh part of the race for me and uh wow. and i don't believe i started off too slow either i think i started off at at the right pace you know i can't look back and say well i should have gone a little bit quicker i don't know about that i think i ran it just right for myself so i, uh, I tell you chad you 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 uh 
What, tell me real quick, was your marathoning experience, I mean, how, how long have you been running? Um, you know, probably five or six years ago, I started dabbling and I never planned on running more than a few days a week, three, four miles at a time. Um, and so really the last two years is when I stepped up my mileage into the thirties. And then the past year, it's been probably an average of 40. I hit 64, 66 miles at the peak of my training this year. I hit that two or three times this year. Um, but really, two years of consistent running has has really paid off for me. Fell in well, with the wrong you know, crowd a couple of years ago. What's that? He fell in with the wrong crowd a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yep. th I think Scott uh, Scott's experience, you know, Scott could attest. Um, it's it's age is not as as in your case, Chad you've got, you're a baby when it comes to running. You've got a lot of, you know, I mean, you know, guys like, you know, my, I've been running since 1986. My brother, you know, like I said, I was talking to him, he ran. You know, that guy's got a lot of miles. Scott, it sounds like you've got a lot of miles on your legs. Gee, many Christmas. I mean, you've got, you know, two years or five years, whatever you, you know, I went, you know, I, when I was started, I, I, um, I was kind of like you. I ran a 318 my first marathon, and then I got down over time and got under three a bunch of times. And and um, it, I think you've got the potential to. I think that 304, you put it, to, you know, there's there's a fine line, 60, yeah. 60 65 miles a week. That you know, gee, that's you go up to 70 or 80, you really could see some bigger. But then again, then you start get the issues of of, uh, of injury, and I. I did a lot of hundred mile weeks when I, when I, when I was working on my PR and I was under 245 in my, in my best days. And then the guys like my brother, I mean, my brother was a sub 230 guy and, and, but he also, you know, it, it's harder now. He beat himself up pretty bad. So I'm, I'm not advocating you just go out and lose your mind, but yeah. I think you could, I think you've got the potential to have some enjoyment here in your, in, in your fort, you're in your forties. Yeah, 49. I'll be 50 in February. Uh, you could have a great decade of your 50s. Uh, good for you. That's that's great. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think with a little more consistency, and if I just keep this up, I can, uh, getting under three is pretty realistic uh, sometime mid-next year, or maybe even back in Columbus again next year, you know? Yeah, good good for you. Yeah, yeah. so. But again, it's not just uh, at all of you. I mean, whether you're whether you're doing it like that, and it, it's a, it's about going, you know, trying to set a personal best, or, or honestly, just enjoying it. At the end of the day, I would love for all of us still to be able to talk in ten years or fifteen years, and we're all still doing this. You know, that's that's the goal. I mean, we're still we're. You know, I told Bruce. I mean, I I wasn't lying either. Bruce looked great. Bruce got into great shape. I was really impressed how uh, he just looked fit. And I know he had the foot issues, but but honestly, if we can keep getting together every year and we're all still upright and we're all still fit, that's fascinating. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would love to, I love the story about Scott. I bet that 50th friend anniversary, I would bet you you probably look better than all the other guys. I, that's my bet. <laughs> You never know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's soon. Although I keep threatening it about mile 20 of every marathon I do. I was like, this is the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Annette, did you have anything else? Are you running Columbus in a couple of weeks? Or not Columbus, New York? Uh, I'm running New York in two weeks, yes. I just want to wish you luck. And I think you'll have a great Thank race. You. Thank you. Yes, enjoy it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty overwhelming, but it's 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 just take it all in. It's, oh, I'm overwhelmed you know, like, for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's still it's still only a 26 miles. It will you will reach that point. I I will. <laughs> so. Yeah, such yeah. a my, uh, yeah. My advice to you would be make sure you take some money. And then afterwards, on your walk back to your hotel, you grab a slice of pizza. That was always my oh, well, thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. That and cheesecake. I think anything I can find at that point, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good for you.
and he didn't come on today. I think he's sitting in the background behind Aaron, but her husband, Brandon, it was oh. his second marathon, second time in Columbus running it. And even though he didn't get the time he wanted, he did get a PR. I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, he, 51. He, or 51. And it was a PR for him. So he's got two marathons in Columbus and he's, well, technically he PR'd in both of them. So I just thought yep. to give a shout out to him. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yep. fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I really meant what I said earlier. I, I appreciate all of your input so much and your support. I mean, you guys are just such a great group. And I, I always want you to continue to give me feedback. And, you know, if, if you've got other folks that you talk to, encourage them just to let us know. I mean, we're, I don't know what other races do. Frankly, I don't care. All I care about is us making our event great. And if they're not asking for your feedback or they're not doing things like this, shame on them because you're, you're the ones we're trying to, we're, we're all trying to just, you know, make the event better. And, and uh, so thank you. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> we all enjoy Columbus because of you and your team. Definitely. Yeah, you do a you. great job organizing, and you know, I want to thank everybody that volunteered to be out there, and everybody passing out water and all that type of stuff. Uh, the people. I mean, it's just such a great event, and you do get. That's got to be a challenge right there. Whoever organizes all your volunteers to get that many people to come out, it's just. It's, I find that extraordinary. It's um, it's becoming a challenge even more so. We actually, that's part of my strategy for next year. Um, we're going to go to a lot of the um, we we go to the running groups. It's kind of a, a catch twenty two situation. We have fifteen different running groups here in Columbus, and we want them to run the race because that's people to do the race. But we also want them to give back to the community, so we kind of want them to volunteer. So we're actually going to we're looking at kind of figuring out a way to get them even more involved from that standpoint. It's it, it, it's the aging of the of the captains. We have a lot of captains that have been with us for 30 and 40 years. And that, that institutional uh, knowledge, you know, we don't want them to go away, but they're going to. I mean, they're moving away. Some of them are, you know, unfortunately, we've had a couple that passed away in, in the past couple of years. It's just, it's life that you've got to, like any business, you've got to, groom people to move them up through the ranks and so we do work to uh, get kind of junior captains and bring them up and uh um it, it it's hard and i think part of it is because all of you and the, the athletes are so kind and supportive to those those um thanking them and letting them know they're appreciated i think that brings a lot of them back and we also the same thing we also try to make sure they feel welcome and same with our police officers i mean i i've got so many reports that people were just so thankful for the police and the police were being very kind and supportive. And, and I, you know, it helps because of the partnership with the hospital. I mean, it's kind of hard to get too angry when you're helping sick kids, you know, but it was, it's nice to know that the community and the, and the city and the police and the fire department and all that, although we pay them well, <laughs> you know, they, they, we don't, we get no public money and people don't know that, but our, our, um, our police costs are well over a hundred thousand dollars, 160, I think it was budgeted. So, yeah. but, but, yeah. but they, but they still could call off sick. They could say, I don't want, you know, I don't want to be part of it. And, and we get over 300 police officers and law enforcement, uh, out there. but they're all kind and supportive and nobody's grumpy. And so anyway, I, I'm going off on another tangent. <laughs> well, we'll share with you what we did as our recovery from racing Columbus is all of us, um, except Annette, uh, were at a water stop at our local half marathon this past weekend on Sunday. So um, that was our giving back to our local community. So we, we've I've done it now the past two years, and I think we're just going to continue to do so. So because we're recovering from your race, we're giving back to our community the week after. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I don't know if I can get a group down to Columbus to do a water stop, but uh, look, it doesn't matter. The fact that you're supporting the the running community in general that's that's fantastic. And you know, you might you made the, you made someone's day, some first timer. One of you said something I'm sure that inspired them or kept them going. That's 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 great. You know, yeah, one I thing I want to say. I don't know. Well, I don't know who the one person. Well, we all had costumes on. <laughs> oh. That was 
that was Jenny from Forrest Gump. Uh, <laughs> Dad was a knight, and uh, there's Aladdin down. Scott was Aladdin. Yeah, from another century. <laughs> <laughs> and I was Sherlock Holmes, and one lady stopped. She was towards the back, so you know, and she stopped. Wanted a selfie with all of us. And so, yeah. I mean, just don't expect someone to do that in the middle of a race, but we, we definitely well, make her I, day. <laughs> that's, that's great. So, sometime next year, um, so I came up to um, uh, the, the east side of Cleveland in uh, September. A running group invited me up to come and talk to them. Just, and, and I went for a run with them and uh, uh, hung out with them. And so, I would like, any, you know, I'm coming up that way quite a bit. My family, my mom, everybody's still up in Akron. So, you know, I would love to stay in touch and let me know. I mean, I want to come and hang out with you guys. We'll go for a run or if there's something going on. You know, you, I don't know if you have group, uh, if, if you guys have gatherings every week or what you do. We, um, we have a group run every week. Yeah. So. Get, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's kind of go, go full circle. You come down here. I want to come up there and, and, and meet everybody and, yeah, for, for, for a time. So um, we can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. You so, can have our Youngstown pizza. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I would love this. So, Bruce, I'm putting it on you. Uh, you're, you gotta, you gotta keep me posted on this, and we'll get something to work out sometime. Maybe, maybe once people start training next summer for fall events. Again, it doesn't have to be Columbus. I just uh, would love to come up and uh, say hey and. Uh, and, and we'll definitely do something. Uh, yeah, spring, summer, we'll we'll figure something out. Good. I'll drag you through uh, Mill Creek Park in the middle of the winter, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually I did Yetzi a number uh, a couple times. Oh um, yeah. Oh really? Bruce and I have both stung. done that. <laughs> I've done. It. I got uh, stung by bees going oh. over a log. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're out there. <laughs> yeah that's that's quite the challenging race <laughs> that's a one uh -huh. and done for bruce and i <laughs> yeah that yeah. was that was enough for it's me rough. yeah yeah all right well i want we'll get going i just want to thank all of you for coming on and sharing a little bit and darius thanks for sharing all your uh, insight into the uh columbus marathon I know even if we're not, even if Aaron doesn't come down, I know we'll be back there in the future. And we, we do sure. want to keep in touch. I know Donato will be back and Chad will probably be back to do another PR. Definitely. So, yeah. Now that Scott's finished it, he'll probably be not, not so feared about coming back. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, Mike, you're off your back. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. I'm ready to run it now. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. And, I know I, I know I'll be running with most of you here soon. Hopefully I can get Danette out to run with us sometime. I, I have to. I have to. It just never <laughs> seems to work out. Well, if Darius can make it, you'll you'll be there. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so, I don't have an excuse now. <laughs> so so quick thing. So Dawn, good luck with your back and your recovery. Thank you. So keep on. And and, and and Danette, you owe the group uh, at your New York experience. After you run it, you need to get together with them and tell them how tell share your stories. I, I do, I do definitely. I will do that. I'll have you back on after you run New York. Okay, awesome. That sounds All right. good. All right, we'll get going. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks. Enjoy thank you. All right, thank you all. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.